information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. All right, large and in charge. Here we are with the Almond Gunner Experience. And uh, I'm here with Coach Almond Gunter. We got Dallas Smith, 89. In the house. Running the levels. Yeah, keep keeping us honest, as we like to say, because exactly if right. you leave this up to us, we we don't know how it would sound. So, yeah, that's 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 for sure. Um, and we're excited to be back with you. Last week it was a great show. Uh, we had a chance to talk about mental health, emotional stability. I loved how you unpacked that for us. Uh, our super freak was was D Henry, um, and then we also just talked about taking care of yourself and accountability. And uh, so we, you know, you and I had been talking about how do we um, continue that conversation because it's such a timely, such an important topic to be talking about and, and to discuss. Um, so let me ask you this, Coach what what are what are some outcomes that you would like to see as a result of sharing this information today? Uh, you, I think probably the biggest outcome is that people actually pay attention to their friends and family and and actually tune in to and, and hear what people are saying. I think a lot of times when you are having uh, mental health issues or having uh, issues uh, of that sort, I think there are, you know, some signs that we sometimes miss because we're just not paying attention. So what I would like to see is that we actually hear people, right? Like it's one thing to listen, but I think it's another thing to actually hear what people are saying and be willing to go behind their words and, and then reach out and, 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 and help people. I mean, I think that's what we really got to get comfortable with. It's helping people be better, you know, and the whole mental health thing, especially, you know, as an African-American, I mean, it's one of those things in our neighborhood, like you just don't talk about, you, you know, you know, it's there, but you know, you, you don't get help for it. And I want to see people realizing that just like you work out the other muscles of your body, the brain is a muscle. And sometimes it gets injured, and we need to be okay with with getting help. That's good stuff. Because um, the other day, uh, K Dog Kevin was telling me, "Hey, check out this Netflix documentary, The Aaron Hernandez Story." And I, honestly, seeing it pop up in my Netflix feed, I've been thinking to myself, "I really don't want to watch it. I don't. I don't want to experience that negativity." Right. I don't want to have to, you know, really relive what I saw in the news. I don't see the advantage of it. I my first impression is we're we're actually glorifying it, you right. know, and uh, and then you know just keeps popping up in my feed. They know how to get me. I mean, hook, line, and sinker, right? right. And, right. and being a, I'll be honest, being being a former Florida Gator football player, I, I don't want to spend time magnifying what was a dark season or a dark thing that reflected on us during a, during actually a bright season, right? right. So right. you want to try to hide right. some of those right. Right. those flaws and scars as a as a human being. But um but I gave in and and I started the series. I'm about halfway through it. Um and your point about paying attention is so critical. One there's a there's a really key moment in the documentary where Tom Brady and Tim Tebow meet up in the middle of the field after a game and 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 they caught the audio of Tom saying I'm going to be looking out for Aaron. I'm going to be watching out for him and Tim's like thank you and he and he's like so there's that sense of, you know, I'm going to pay attention 
but I but I think you see in the the busyness and the, and the Patriot way you see you see the the factors playing out that no you really couldn't keep an eye on them you know you really couldn't look out for your teammate and uh, and I think uh, as I watch this um, obviously an extreme case but it definitely seems to reflect a lot of what's happening in in, in our everyday lives. But I think we get to extreme moments, right, moment by moment. I, I don't think it starts out extreme, right? I think it starts out where one little thing leads to another little thing, and then before you know it, as my grandfather would say, a lot of little things will sooner or later equal a big thing. So we do get busy. We, we, we do um, get caught up in the day-to-day grind of everything, but I don't think that we should be able to give ourselves a pass on that, right? I think in a lot of ways we have to be our brother's keepers, and I think we have to be living a life of community. And if we're not living a life of community, sooner or later the community gets affected in a very big way, right? You can't run from life. And I I think so many times we're comfortable with just, you know, our little part of the pool. As long as, you know, our immediate needs are being met and our immediate family is good, uh, we're good. But that's not how the world works, or that's not the way I see it work. I think that, you know, the whole mental health thing, to me, most people see it as this negative thing, and they don't want to talk about it because it's hard. But there lies the problem. What I see is an opportunity. See, when I think of mental health and helping people, to me, it's an opportunity. We, we have a real opportunity. It's, you know, my kids would tell you every time I hear, like, an ambulance or every time I hear a fire truck, most people response is, oh my goodness, there's something tragic going on. And my response is, oh, somebody's getting help. So I think we have to start, it's all in the way we look at words. You, you gotta be able to go behind them and find a better meaning. And, and, and until we accept mental health for what it is and stop making it out to be what it isn't, in my opinion, we're gonna continue to have these problems. I think that uh, part of the narrative has been you can't control it, or that it's a it's a it's a disease, and and it, science is you know the the discoveries that they're making with the brain the way that the brain is formed and the way thoughts and experiences affect uh, the the forming of your the healthy brain and and the unhealthy brain and the branches and there's just so much uh, new information that's coming out as opposed to the misinformation we've had for the longest uh, period of time. And so when you see um, the, the physiology and the, the, these discoveries come to, to light, it, then it sheds a whole new light on our society. It, it sheds a whole new light on what is manifested as a result of misinformation and that impact on everybody. Well, I mean, again, that's the real power of information, right? I mean, I, I think that information can either build you up or it can tear you down. And in life, you're either moving forward, you're standing still, or you're going backwards. So when I see misinformation in my head, I go, I'm just telling you, it's worse than having no information at all. Because when people get misinformation, if they really believe it and amplify it, there's no bringing them back for that. Like, like they're just going to go with that, and, and, and it takes a lot to turn somebody's, you know, mind around. I think you are what you think you are. I think that's what you can always play to. Um, 
I think it's never about the situation. You know, for instance, in sports, I tell people all the time, it's never about the sport you're playing. I mean, the sport is the sport. Uh, the physical aspect of any game is the physical aspect. The same way in business, the business is the business. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're selling a widget or whether whether you're selling a book. What it all boils down is mental capacity. It boils down to the person who can mentally get to the other side. You know, or I like to say, I like to say, you got to be able to outlast it. Like you got to be able to to get to the other side of the adversity because it's coming, right? So to me, when I think of mental health, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about we all have challenges. We all go through bouts of depression. We, we all have bumps in the road. And, and so you, you ask yourself, how can one person have a challenge and be able to overcome that challenge and another person have that very same challenge but cannot? And it's just the mental capacity to be able to fight through it. Maybe it's the support group that you have. Maybe it's the people that you've chosen to be in your life. And that's why I'm all about positive, you know, positive in, positive out. At some point, we have to be our brother's keepers and sister keepers. We, we got to be able to recognize when things aren't quite right and then be willing to say something about it and then help somebody do something about it instead of pretending it's not so. Then when something tragic happens, right, we all go, what signs? What signs did we miss? I mean, that's the stuff that drives me just absolutely insane is that after the fact, we always want to go back to, well, what happened? What could have we done differently? But then the same exact thing happens a month later. Like, So are you taking that information and really using it so the next time we are better? Or are you just feeling airtime on the news? Like, like which one is it? It sounds like um, mental capacity, uh, in other words, potential, is, uh, is a decision. It is a decision. Like, again, you, you know, it's one of those things where I, I say uh, there's days when I just go, man, how, how good do you want to be? Like, I'll ask myself that question. You know, when, when I'm challenged and, and, and I have things that are going on, whether it's business, health, or whatever, I ask myself, you know, are you going to make a decision to get out of this or are you going to stay in the hole? Like, like we know, I think, you know, for the most part, unless you have, you know, a chemical imbalance or something medically like really off, for the most part, you know when you're off. You know when your day isn't quite right, you don't feel quite right, um, uh, things aren't going the way you want them to go. You you know. And to me, then is your opportunity to make a decision. Am I going to change my day? What am I going to do to make this a better day for me? Or not, you know, when you wake up, you, you get to decide what type of day you're going to have, whether it's good or bad. Those, those are your decisions and you get to do it. And I think that for some people, that's a, that's a hard choice. A lot of people just like to be negative. It's a lot easier to pull people down and to pick people up. But I think the best of us have to be willing to call people on that and challenge people to help people be better, not worse. It reminds me of when you say pick your team, right? And um, again, going back to what we're what we're learning more about in, in the scientific and in psychological realm is is that there are things called entanglements, and there's actually a physical effect when you get a connection with another human being, mm -hmm. and that that has a, a lasting impact and and has to either be 
rewired or it will end in a destructive outcome and and you know not to dramatize it but you know it can often you know lead to uh, manifesting and hurting other people you're hurting yourself and and you know again going to the the extreme there it may just manifest in a lack of energy lack of ability to perform you know we're talking with student athletes and we're talking with people that want to perform well in the workplace and we're talking with with young people who may say to themselves okay yeah but coach you know i didn't have the same opportunities you know i wasn't given you know the same access you know or or you know i see this but i don't even see the path to get to that so where does picking your team and then where does knowing when to to disentangle to to not be caught up in you know potentially toxic relationships or you know, what are some of the factors that people can pay attention to and how can we continue to improve as individuals and not just focus on ourselves, but the community? How do we do that? Well, I think, I think the, the biggest way is it starts with you by looking in the mirror and recognizing your value as a person, right? Because if I don't recognize my value as a person, I could find myself in a deep hole, not even realizing that I'm in a deep hole because I feel like this is what I deserve. I feel like this is what my worth is. So to me, everything starts with, I have to know that I'm valuable. I have to know that my life, my life matters, that I'm worth fighting for. I'm worth getting better. I have something to offer that I do have a purpose. There is a journey and a destiny. But that starts with me. And, and the moment that I start realizing that I don't feel that way about me, hopefully I have some friends that will step in. But if I don't, I, I've got to seek. It's my responsibility to seek some help. Like, I want to be better. I don't want to be a person that's, that's in the dark. I want to be a person that's in the light. And we all have to own it. Like, I think there's parts of it for everyone to own. Uh, but I can't, you know, you can't walk around saying that you love people and people are important to you. But you watch people deliberately just wilter away. See, that doesn't add up to me. You know, I call that fuzzy math. Like we have a lot of people who like to say they're all about people and, and you know, and I want to see people do great, but yet they'll watch a kid making a monumental mistake and never correct a kid. That, that's, that you can't have it both ways. You, you either want to be a humanitarian and serve others or you don't. And, 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 you know, this is the time of year that, you know, coming off the Dr. King thing and we talk about equality and we talk about all this progress and I'm constantly reminded that you can't have equality and progress for everybody if you're trying to get an advantage for you or your family. I mean, that that's that's not progress and equality for everyone if you're still trying to maintain some type of advantage for yourself. So we, we need to be fighting to help everybody be as mentally secure and stable as we possibly can. It only makes the world better. It only makes the community better. It only gives us more of what we say we want, which is unity, which is peace, which is love. So in my head, I just, this, this is not hard. It's just not hard. I think that we, we have to take some ownership um, for, for making everybody better. So we've been pretty low-key today. You know, we're going we're gonna to slow down to go fast today because oh, yeah. this is important. This yeah. is important, important to us. Uh, and it's something that I don't care who you are, you're susceptible to, that, that you've got exactly. to pay attention to. 
and it sounds like um, it sounds like there's maybe even some habits that we can develop, uh, you know, and some practices. So uh, so let me let me jump into that real quick because um, I, I, we were talking about Dr. Carolyn Leaf. Uh, she's somebody that yes. that's a renowned speaker. She travels and has been doing it for about 30 years. Where she she believes that that's where faith and science come together is in the fact that your mind can actually help affect the physiology of your brain, what you think about, as you were saying, what you think about is who you are, and, and you actually can uh, impact that. So um, thinking of habits, uh, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, she says, you know, you do anything for 21 days, seven minutes a day, right. it'll, it'll, it'll change the, the branches within your, within your brain and, and, again, the way that you're, that you're made up. So what are some what are uh, what are some habits? And I know you're probably gonna throw a, a big time challenge at us, so I'm just gonna get that out of the way right, right now because I'm not I'm not squared up and I'm not ready for it. But let's just go. Well, well, I mean, I think some some of the habits, you know, I can just tell you from my personal experience, the habits that I always try to have is each and every day to wake up and the first thing I do is I thank God for my problems, you know, because I realize that there's some some people going through some stuff. The G-man don't want. I don't, I don't want any part of that. So I, I'm just grateful for the for the adversity that you put in my life. And then I'm looking for the next thing I do is I try to figure out what positive things can I do that's going to impact the rest of my day. Just this day, not tomorrow, not all this, but from 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 the next 24 hours, what can I do today on a positive thing that, that's going to impact and change my day? And then more importantly, impact the people that I interact with during the day. You know, how am I going to be able to serve better or how am I going to be able to make a difference? Because, again, I'm into legacy. I'm, I'm into living for 2,000 years. So my brain is constantly saying, how do what I do today stand up 2,000 years from now? How is it going to stack up? And I do know that every minute of each day, what I put into it, we're going to get out on the back end. So I try to stay positive that way. And, and on the days that I feel like I'm a little down or I feel like I don't have the energy that I need, number one, hey, I'll, I'll separate myself because I don't want to pull people down. And, and I'll read something or try to be inspired by something to get out of that. You know, I never try to put myself around people when I'm, when I'm, when I'm not there. I'm not here to, to bring people down. So, so I'm constantly trying to be very conscious about what kind of energy I'm giving off and how positive am I really being throughout my day? And I, and I think that's a habit, right? I think that winning is a habit and I think losing is a habit. So for me, winning is all about positive attitude, behavior, and putting forth effort every day. And so how, how can I do that every single day? And those are all things we get to control. Like no one gets to control that. That's the other beauty of it too. So I wake up and I'm thinking about how can I be the best version of me? which then allows me to be that guy when I'm with you or when I'm with 89 or, 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 or K-Dog and Sheldon and doing the things that we're trying to do as an organization, that's important. Because if, if I don't bring that energy or that enthusiasm, we can't continue our mission. And, you know, this, this revolution's real. It's real for me. And I, I don't want to have a day to where we're not progressing forward. I like that, Coach. And I, and I think that, um, you know, we talk about, how you define winning, how you define success. And uh, as I, as we again talk about picking your team, would it make sense to get 
an idea of how people define success before you get deep into those relationships. So if you, if I know the way you view winning is different th than the way I view winning, we might be able to cut ourselves out a little bit of extra work. Well, I just think it makes, it goes back to information, right? Like the key to me is always being, I just want to be on the same page. It, it, it doesn't matter that if we don't agree, we don't agree, but I at least got to know where you're coming from. So I'm the guy saying, it, this is the way I define winning. And if you define it a different way, I either got to make a decision now, am I going to do it that way or, or, but it goes back to, I know who I am and I know what my value is. So my success and how I define success is not contingent upon what you think or feel. And I think when it comes to, you know, emotional stability, a lot of it is the lack of putting your, your hopes, your dreams into, to what someone else thinks what someone thinks about you, what someone says about you, you know, again, it goes back to you outrun a slow person. It doesn't make you fast. So what you think really, really doesn't change my journey and what I'm trying to do because I, I know what my path is. Like I'm, I'm really secure about who I am and, and, and me and God got a thing. That's what I like to say. Me and God, we got a thing. We know. And that's what's really important. I like that. And, and you know, I've always been a huge fan of that. Thank God for your problems. I mean, if you can start your day off with that and, and operate with gratefulness, uh, you're, you're giving yourself a great head start. You, right? you got a huge head start. If you can just learn to be grateful for what you have, I think everything's an opportunity. I don't think that walls are, are put up for us to, to, to keep us out. I really think walls are put up to see how bad you want to get in. That's the way I see it. They're not there to keep me out. You want to get in? Let's see how bad you want to get in. Wow, that's perspective. All right, so that leads us to our super freak of the week. I mean, we talk about trying to get in and, and pushing. You I know, mean, we, we've had a lineup, an all-star lineup. We, so. You know what? We, we have what – I, what I love about the super freak of the week because it's just not student athletes, but it's, you know, it's adults that are doing great things and, and – and, all of our super freaks of the week is not really based on their athleticism. It's all the other little intangible things that they are, they're able to, to bring to the table. And uh, the beautiful part about when you, you have your own show uh, and you get to pick who you want to pick. And so That's right. th this week, and, and this is so funny because today is actually my, my, uh, my granddaughter's birthday. My, I have four of them, but this is the youngest one. She turns two today. But the Super Freak of the Week is actually my grandson. Um, his name's William Ahmad Jackson, but, you know, I call him LJ. And uh, LJ uh, is a sophomore. He, go, he goes to Baldwin uh, Middle High School, and, and he plays basketball. And he has grown immensely. Like, you know, and, and when you're a grandfather and you're kind of on the outside looking in and, and the stuff that I push him and, and, and watch him develop, and then, you know, of course, his mom and dad are all over him about different things. But I see a growth in him that I'm sure that as parents, they don't necessarily see. But um, he's had just a tremendous couple of weeks of, of, of not only playing, but coming into his own, like trusting the process and, and, and knowing that he's capable of playing the game at a different level. Um, just watching him like schools and poor, like all of these things that, you know, you, you sit and you, you try to drive home to a kid. 
well, when he's your grandson and you kind of get to step back and watch him like like he's really taking off as a young man, uh, it, it gets me really excited. So he's the super freak of the week. Now, I'm sure that my granddaughters are going to have a fit. Like, it, this, 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 it's going to be rough on me. It's going to be rough on me this week because it's like, Papa, what, really? Like, seriously? But it's one of him. It's four of them. I mean, but, but he deserves it, and, uh, and I'm proud of him. I'm really proud of what he's doing and, and how he's growing and becoming, and, and I think he's going to do big things if he can just stay his course. Nice. LJ, super freak of the week. And, and I remember when I first met LJ, I mean, what an absolute stand-up young man. Just I, I remember. Oh, actually, we were at the the Tebow Celebrity yeah, Gala. Yeah, that's what we were there with yeah. Marcus Allen. Right, and we got right. I think Holyfield was there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And it's, yeah. we had we had a whole lineup, and uh, and and I just remember seeing him. He look, he could have been the uh, way out ahead of all of them. Like yeah, he, like he yeah. just knew who he was, <laughs> just comfortable with his grandpa, and just enjoying the space and the time, and and uh, you know, really. Uh, Big shout out to LJ, congratulations! And you know how you could probably make it up to the rest of them is you could just go ahead and and we got the mic, you know, just to put you on the spot here. Why don't you belt that little happy birthday song, Coach? Oh yeah, Layla, the little two year old. Let me tell you something, and she she brings it hot. She might be the youngest of the grandkids, but she's running things. Just know that she's running the joint. Happy birthday, Layla! Happy birthday from Papa. Good stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. Well, 89. I mean, I know I know there's some trending topics, some things you want us to hit on. Hold, hold on, I'm going to turn turn the mic over to you. What what's what's in the top of mind that, that you want us to cover today? I mean, I think coach needs to hit on Antonio Brown. Okay. It's been a little uh Tell us yeah, tell us that health. story real quick just in case our listeners miss it cuz I know I missed it. And... I mean, the dude was an all-star athlete and you know, playing football, I guess hits him mental and uh you know, he was he was at home, and he moved, I think the story was, and he uh, had a moving truck come, and he didn't want to pay the moving truck, so the guy got in the truck and said, I'm going to leave, and you can come pick your stuff up later. And Antonio Brown called the moving company and got upset, and the guy came back, and he said, okay, I'll pay you, but the trainer was there with AB, and uh, they jumped in the truck and started beating the dude up and took the keys and started moving his own stuff, and he found out that some of the stuff wasn't his. So he tossed, started just throwing stuff back in the truck, and it broke. And fast forward, and he went to jail and had to pay his bond and mental health screenings and drug tests and stuff like that. Well, I mean, and, you know, and and this is why we wanted to continue the topic because, you know, last week when we, we started on it, he, he was starting to go down that road a little bit. He, he, was, he was part of a, kind of a last week story. And then, again, you, you, you see how quickly it's escalated, right? You, you see how quickly it's gone from he's moved from a couple of football teams to, you know, now he's not in the league, and, and then, you know, his agent leaves him. And it goes from that to now, you know, there's an arrest warrant, and now you're, now you're in jail. And, and this is what I mean by at some point we have to be our brother's keepers, right? Like at some point we have to be able to just keep it factual, there's something that is definitely going on with him. Like, you can't deny that there's something going on with him. So if we don't step in, if someone doesn't step in and, and, and grab this tiger by the tail and say, how do we, how do we help this guy? He, he's going to end up in even a worse place. I mean, like, 
thank God he did just go to jail. I mean, but he could have ended up, you know, police shows up and, he, and the police are having a bad day and he takes it the wrong way. And, and we've had those things happen. So to me, that's why this is, is important. And that's why I tell everyone that I love sports. I think sports is, is a wonderful thing. It teaches us so many things. But there's, man, there's a whole lot of life beyond sports. And, and, and as my track coach uh, once told me, you can't bleed a height. When you start reading your own press, now there's going to be a problem. And I think as a, as a student athlete, we need to make sure that we're not reading our own press and, you know, and, and we're not believing the hype and that we're surrounding ourselves with people that loves us unconditionally, not because of what we can do on a football field, a basketball court or whatever, but they love us for who we are as people. And when we are doing things that they know are detrimental to our health, they are willing to step in to get us help. That's really what this show's about and last week's show's about. And moving forward, it goes back to our Operation Love Letter. It goes back to us serving other people, period. That, that's what this life should be about. And if we're not going to do this, then we got to own the consequences that we're getting. I mean, that, that's, that's the way it is. As my grandfather would say, hey, look, don't get upset about the results you're getting from the work you're not doing. So as a country, if we're not going to do the work of really stepping in and helping people with, with mental issues, then we're going to get what we get. At some point, we, we, we have to not make this a bad thing. That's amazing. I mean, again, just that perspective uh, when you say something like um, when you see an ambulance and, and the impact of the, the different thought process that goes. So I'm not going to view an ambulance the same way next time mm -hmm. I see an ambulance, you know, mm -hmm. uh, whether that, whatever flashing lights we see. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, so, so someone's I think getting help. someone's getting help. Um, and, uh, and, and it's about that, that progress and paying attention to it. And so as a, I don't know what, you know, what else we could say other than um, every day is game day. Yeah, you know, what? Well, but we got a challenge. Yeah, we got a challenge. What? The, what? Uh, hold up now. No, I, now no. I, I went into the challenge early uh, with the habits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's not the okay. real challenge. That's, All right. That, you know, the habit thing is like, look, that's just you being better, right? That's that's not the challenge. I tried to tee it up. I don't no, know what else to say. No, okay. no, Okay, well, for our hungry listeners out right. there, if you're still dialed in. No, they're dialed in. If you're still oh, dialed oh, in. Oh, you dialed in because here is the real challenge. The real challenge is what we've spoken about for this entire session is that we need to be able to not only listen but to hear, right? So the real challenge this week is for you to reach out to friends and family that you have not connected with in a while. And I want you to dial in and check on them and make sure they're in good places. I want you to catch up. Catch up. Family and friends that you haven't spoken to, people that you may have thought about, hey, I think I may call this person, but then you get too busy with life and don't do it, right? I want you this week to make time. You have seven days every day. Try to make time to reach out to someone that you know, you know, that you're missing, that you haven't connected with. Hey, wonder what happened to that person? What's going? Reach out, and then really hear what they got to say. That's this week's challenge. You know how we do it, baby. You know how we do it. Hey, I, I love, I love our podcast. We're going to continue to challenge our listeners to, to uh, send us questions. Um, ask for different topics. We, we love the way the show is going. We're getting a lot of feedback. Um, 
I actually had one of one of my one of my listeners who who I really like. She she said something the other day that I never thought of. She actually listens to our podcast while she's working out. Oh yeah. She says it's a perfect time. She says it's a perfect time for your athletes to do it. She yeah. says when they when they're working out, I'm telling you, having your voice in my head really gets me through workouts. So um, that may be a way that you can get our show in and, and really tune in, and, and we appreciate it. Hey, hashtag the revolution is real. Um, every day's game day. We're, we're making some some good moves here. It's the AG experience, baby. All well, day, every day. Well, down down here in Florida, it's been like 30s and 40s, so we thought we'd turn up the heat a little bit. And uh, oh, we sure got enough, you look like you're a little more comfortable now. You, we got you out of the cave. That's you right. Know, a That's more. right. It's a little hot. We're we making it a little hot. So It's good stuff. But let's reach out and help some people. Peace. All right. We'll catch you guys next week.